Speak seductively. Hi, everyone. I'm Kyle Cannon, erotic fiction author, naturist, and swinger. And I'm Lily Cannon, book cover model, audiobook narrator, naturist, and swinger. And you're listening to the Speak Seductively podcast. I have an erotic fiction series called The Photographer's Story and over 15 erotic novellas on Amazon. Two themes in my work are the promotion of a sex-positive lifestyle and the development of strong, sexually confident female characters. My writing has been described as slow foreplay, building until the reader is breathless with need. You can find my novels and short stories on Amazon. They're all free with Kindle Unlimited. We want to welcome you to another exciting and informative edition of Speak Seductively. We use this platform to promote other authors, talk about sex and relationships. Please be aware, we will be discussing adult topics from sex to the swinging lifestyle and more. Our approach is always classy, but be ready for frank conversations. Our guests are frequently erotic authors or those in the lifestyle. Hey everyone, it's Kyle and Lily with an important message to all of our listeners. If you've been listening to us for a long time or reading Kyle's books, we hope you have heard the message we stress. It's the importance of communication and a sex-positive lifestyle. One of the key components of that lifestyle is consent. Remember, no means no. Hey everyone, this is Kyle Cannon, and welcome to the Speak Seductively podcast. I'm excited today. I I have a guest returning, and if you're a listener of the show, you know we love to have people back because we tend to get more comfortable and deeper into the conversations. Um, the guest I have coming back was with us uh, several weeks ago. His name is um, Eric. He's an erotic author, but we also learned that uh, he and his wife are in the swinging lifestyle. And today, not only do we have Eric, but we have his wife, Gina, with us. And we thought we'd just talk about the lifestyle in general and how how we got into it as couples and kind of take it from there. But before we get into it, Eric and Gina, do you want to jump in and tell our listeners anything about yourselves that you want to share uh yeah as you mentioned i'm I'm an erotic author and uh Jeannie and i had started doing this about a year and a half ago and i uh, see about a year and eight months now and uh we've you know we enjoy it for the most part we've we've had our ups and downs which we can get into into talking we are i'm 51 she's 48 and we do have very similar interests but very different experiences since we started doing this very different very different yeah, that that can get us into quite a bit. Um, one of the things that we were talking about before I started recording is, you know, some of some of the issues that we have with others and their perception of the lifestyle. But um, I I have a couple of questions that I want to ask you, and then maybe we can jump into some things. So um, the the first thing that I wanted to ask, and and if both of you could try to answer this, uh, is how. How sexual were you as individuals prior to getting into the lifestyle? And Lily and I are asked this a lot, like, you know, and the assumption is that uh, she was putting out to everybody that she went out on a date with. And, you know, I was I was, you know, horn dogging around trying to get get into anybody's pants that I could. Um, and that's how, what got us into the lifestyle. But we've discovered a lot of people who are swingers are not like that at all. But yeah. So I'm curious, how sexually active were you prior to the lifestyle, prior to getting married even? Okay, so I'm going to start with that. Um, prior to meeting 
my husband, I was 25 and I was living it up. <laughs> I enjoyed myself. I didn't limit myself to just being with like one man. And when I met Eric, then we clicked. I decided to be monogamous <laughs> and we we were good. We we had enough sex often that I felt he was satisfied. I was satisfied. And then kids came. Yeah. So once the kids came, I definitely slowed down. I, I was tired. Um, I just devoted my life to them and I knew he felt it. So I would try my best to keep up with his needs. And I know I failed. I definitely failed. And we've had fights over it and we, you know, we fixed it and then we went through a hot streak and then it slowed down again. And, but for the most part now being in the lifestyle, I find I appreciate him more because he's not a pig. <laughs> he's not, <laughs> um, he doesn't, it just, I just appreciate like it, like it's, it might sound strange to you, but I'm a woman. So I love coming home, giving him a hug and just inhaling his scent. The reassurance is there. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So totally. I just, I just, you know, I enjoy being with my men. I'm not going to lie. I mean, each one is different for me and I'm enjoying the ones that I am with, but I still enjoy coming home to him. So I'm going to let him talk now because I'm sure he has a lot more to say. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just to add on to what, what Gina had said, I mean, there's, there's always that, that new relationship energy when you meet someone, whether you're with them sexually or just out on a coffee date or something like that. But, but when you've been with your spouse, for, we're together 23 years and we'll be married 20 this year. There is that, you know, regularness that is that settles into your marriage that has its good and bad points. And, you know, we, we decided to open the marriage, you know, to experience not only experience other people, but see how we both adapt to and enjoying the fact that others that each other is experiencing these. Like what what were we both getting out of it by, you know, by being with other people to try and enhance what we already have? So many people have such a hard time understanding that that little bit that you were just talking about, that um, it's it's a way to enhance a marriage and get enjoyment out of your partner's enjoyment. How, how have, have you guys had any jealousy issues? And, and if you have, how have you dealt with that? Um, typically, we're both not jealous people. So and we're not possessive. Him, definitely not. Um, for me, it was more like, I want to make sure he's with the right woman. And mm -hmm. I, I, I'm a good judge of character. I, I read people, I, I feed off their energy. And I knew the first couple women he was with definitely wasn't for him. So there was some fighting. They were monogamous. That's what she was mainly worried about. And she wanted, you know, no, me to. It wasn't because of that. Yeah, that was that was that was part of the reason. But they, 
yeah. you know, there's always that fear that, you know, the monogamous person is trying to steal the non-monogamous person out of their relationship or there's feelings because they don't know the boundaries of the dynamic. Well, that's, that's really that. Yeah. There was one that I was a little, I asked if I could speak with her to kind of explain from a woman's point of view what E&M is, what sharing my husband entails. And honestly, it would, it's, it, there really wasn't too many rules. It was just, he's, he's there to be your friend with benefits. He's there to enjoy. So enjoy whatever you want with him, but just remember he has a wife and kids that he comes home to, but mm-hmm. do whatever you want when you're with him. Enjoy. But that, that was a little bit of a hurdle for us. And I don't think he's had any issues with any of the men I've been with. I mean, no, I mean, in the beginning, I would actually go on the first meets with her. But after right. a while, when I saw she was, you know, getting better at, you know, quote unquote, screening them and, you know, she would really talk to them, do FaceTime verifications before she went out and really got, a, you know, a better vibe for that stuff. But in the beginning, we actually started as a hot wife dynamic, which ended mm-hmm. up being an open relationship. So I didn't play in the beginning. Huh. That it, it's it's funny. I've talked to people who have done, you know, very similar things. And I would mm-hmm. say with Lily and I, we kind of bounce back and forth. Um, our our preference has always been more the voyeur aspect of things. We we like being with another couple and maybe swapping, but yeah. love them watching us. Right. Uh, as as a photographer. I, I ended up getting into the hot wife end of things because we had a commission to do a um, a shoot with a male model. They want the they wanted a, a couple shoot, and so we set this up with a friend of ours, and it was a you know very explicit full nude um, mm-hmm. photo shoot, and I, right. I, it was so much fun. And Lily and I were like, oh my god, this is a blast! But the part that <laughs> that we both really got into with it was um, I, she told me ahead of time and um, Brent are the model. We're like, just tell us what to do. We're, we're walking, talking props. So um, I, I, and I did, I directed everything and he said it was so erotic and hot for her when I told her, okay, lick the tip of his penis. And I, you know, where I'm going to label this as explicit. So I told her, you know, suck his cock. And right. they both, they both love that. I, you went with the moment, this, huh? You went with the moment. Yeah. 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 And I was, yeah. I was shooting it. And, and uh, to be honest, I was busy trying to get a, get good shots, but I was definitely getting into directing. I knew what I wanted to do ahead of time, but then once we got into it, um, things just flowed naturally and, and that's it was, how it should be. Yeah. It was a beautiful, beautiful shoot. It was, and, and a lot of fun. And we, you know, the funny thing is there was a lot of laughing and, and, and we just enjoyed it. And that's exactly the way it should be. And you've got, you've got natural reactions and feelings from everyone in the room that it was okay to do. So there was, there wasn't yeah. any weird feelings with you. Like, oh, he's taking advantage of my, my, you know, of her and stuff like that. Everybody was just naturally into it and knew what, what, what it was. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a blast. So I I do want to, I want to back up because we, we um, on the podcast get tons of questions from people asking how you get into the lifestyle. So just to, to recap a little bit, both of you are, were very sexually comfortable before you got together, you got together, got married and, and had a monogamous relationship. Um, 
for for years, a decade, almost decades. It sounds like. Oh yeah. What, right. Yeah. What was it that got you into the lifestyle? How did you approach that with each other? Okay, I'll 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 uh, answer this first because I'm the one that actually uh, initiated it. She, I'm actually her second husband. Okay, she was married when in her early 20s for two years. High school sweetheart thing didn't work out. Mm-hmm. I met her a couple of years after that divorce. We were 26 and 29 when we met. 25. 25. 25 and 28. Thank you. <laughs> they, they remember the numbers all the time. Hey, come on, Eric. You got to get it. <laughs> <laughs> after, after almost a quarter of a century, it's uh <laughs> So anyway, what happened was throughout the first 15, 16, 17 years of our, of our marriage, she was, there was this guy before that, before her, the guy right before her, we met his, he was a eight or nine month boyfriend of hers that lived with her. She's always mentions how great the sex was with him and oh yes and you know how big his his cock was and stuff like that and most guys would probably you know (laughs) freak out and and get mad at their wives or girlfriends for telling them about stuff like this and i would absorb it and and actually get aroused by it but i'd never tell her it aroused me until in recent years so can i stop you there for just a second sure so what what was it that you think kept you from telling her how aroused it made you because I didn't want her to think I was insecure. But I can tell one. that because he would always ask during sex, like, what did he yeah. do? What, yeah. what, what was this? What I was wanted that? to hear about what it because, because between that situation and me just being aroused by the hot wife porn scenario in general, I'm like, I have a situation here that's real. And I've started asking her about it more and more as our sex life went on. And this is probably the last four or five years. So summer of 2021, I just went up to her and said, look, I'm really turned on by this concept. Would you ever have sex with another man in front of me? And at first she was like, what? Like, was, why would you want that? Like, I, I was so insulted. I, <laughs> I mean, I could tell in the back of her head that, hey, this is my husband just opened up a door for me, but why no, Why is he asking me to do this? No, I didn't yeah. think about that oh, door being open. No, no, I didn't think about the door being open until I met a potential bull. Mm-hmm. But, but before that, I was very taken aback. I was like, why would the man that I am married to, the mother of his kids, want to whore me out? That's what I thought. That's what she felt. But it was was a fantasy of mine that I just really had that itch and that urge to fulfill. And I figured, why not? Let me see. Could it hurt to ask? Well, and then I just thought about it. Did it? And... No, well, I had to think. Yeah, she had oh, yeah, so a lot of questions because I'm very inquisitive. Oh, yeah, no, it, it's not like she just said yes a few hours later. We, no, we, we right. did, like weeks went by before we, oh, we actually. Think, like, yeah, and I I thought about it, and I'm like, I don't look like what I look like when we first met. I was like a little gym rat, and, you know, I'm tall, right. and I'm curvy. and Two kids, body changes. And then, and stuff. Mm-hmm. you know, I gained weight after the last one, and I'm like, Oh God, what guy is going to want me? <laughs> wow. Wow. Woo. I could probably sleep with five different guys a night. It's disgusting. <laughs> so yeah. I, I kind of started to get a little um, confidence boost and I was yeah. like, let's do it. The confidence boost came when we, we opened up a, uh, an account on a swinger <laughs> lifestyle website. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. She, we posted a few pictures of her. The compliments started coming in. She started talking to a few guys. And I think I told you a story on my last podcast about 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 the first one. 
And that's pretty much how it started. The first two July and August of 2021, when she was just, I gave she I gave her the go, and she just went onto the the website and started chatting with guys. And but you know what I would do, and I do feel a little guilty about this. I would pretend I was my husband. Yeah, because we were chatting. Yes, because I found that I got um, more honest answers. Mm -hmm. And she played the husband looking for the bull for his wife. Yeah, but but <laughs> I would, I got honest, definitely more honest answers, and I also, you know, I felt them out more, and mm -hmm. um, it was, it was, I got really good at it, and <laughs> it, it was, it helped me, it really helped me, and I could tell who the really gross ones were, and then I yeah. could tell yeah. what genuine ones were, and I would fill them in, I'm like, listen, I was you for this guy, so if he says anything, you know, yeah. but but that's how it started. Basically, you know, it started as a as a fantasy of mine that I approached her by. She she got online for a couple of months, and then about two or three months into looking for a bull in a hot wife scenario, we decided to open the marriage and actually just go full on with, you know, with both of us, you know, actually enjoying things. We still do the hot wife scenario. We're still, you know, that that's still on the table. If if something if an opportunity comes along, we entertain it. But what? What um what rules do you have? And I, I, I get let me back up. I'm, I need sure, to ask sure. that question, but also did you did you do any research into the lifestyle and how to get into it, or or was getting on that website your your thing? That that that's what started it. I I, I wouldn't say we really did much research. We kind of dove in, which we after a couple of months wish we did research a little bit. But the way we learned was by talking to other people and mostly mm -hmm. other guys doing it about, you know, the dynamics we learn basically from other people. We're kind of, you know, I don't want to say we're self-taught, but by just by talking to other people, yeah. we went to a swinger party two and a half months after we were into it. We met a lot of people there that were really great people and, you know, talked to us about a lot of things and they could tell we were newbies and they welcomed us with open arms, you know? So. Yeah, and that, that's been our, our um, experience with not only with uh people in the lifestyle, but with a lot of uh, uh, nudists and naturists that yeah. are just very open and genuine. Yeah, I, I find a lot of people in this lifestyle, the true, true E&M and poly people are really down to earth, fun, um, non-judgmental, just, just a joy to be around. And Eric has a friend with benefits and I adore her. I, she loves me for me and she likes him for him. I don't think she loves yeah, it's a very him, but she loves situation. me. We just, I just, I've got to go to the bar tonight to see him and hang out. And she gives me a great hug and kiss and I pick her brain and I have to hold my tongue sometimes because <laughs> I don't want to be like, you know what he did? It's a because very, it's a woman to woman thing, but right, right. I, um, it's a very comfortable situation. So yeah, I adore us. her. And even if she gets tired of him, I will stay friends with her. Yeah. But as, far as, our, as far as our rules, Kyle, we, we really didn't set any rules. We kind of morphed into them as, as time went on and said, okay, we can't do this. We should do this. We do that. We didn't really set any rules right from the beginning. Just to answer your question. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate it because we... Um, we probably went the the other end. We tried to develop. We thought we needed a lot of rules as we were getting started, and found out that a lot of the things that we thought should be rules weren't important, and other things were much more important. Mm -hmm. We did try and keep it a little more casual, 
like the only rules we had was, you know, you have to answer your phone or text when one of us mm-hmm. calls or um, uh, another one is, you know, I can't sleep over anywhere until I am like, you know, really been seeing that person. And I've yet right. to sleep anywhere. I mean, I've stayed like six hours with my firm of benefits, but um, it's, it, you know, it's those, that's really it. I mean, other, what, what's that? Yeah, we just kind of like made the rules up as we went along, not that there were any, you know, out of the, mm-hmm. out of the ordinary rules, but we, we sort of just, we made the rules as we discovered things. Oh, we can't do this. Oh, this almost yeah. happened. We can't do that. You know what I mean? One of, one of our, um, one of our rules was, uh, that, that we're always together, um, because we found okay. that a couple of times when we weren't together, that, that some of that jealousy did creep in on, on both parts and not just jealousy, but, but worry about the other one is, is she okay? Is he okay? Right. Right. Mm-hmm. I am. Hey, everyone, if you notice a pause there, um, Lily and I have talked often about our fur babies. I just had to let them out because she's not at home right now. Um, But I I apologize. Um, Gina, I think I interrupted as you were talking. No, no, it's okay. It's it's fine. Um, Just you might want to refresh what we were talking about. I think we were talking about rules. And I had mentioned one of one of our rules is that we are always together when we're playing and Part of that is, you know, concern for the other, but but also for us, we found that our our kink was watching the other. Um, and that's Frank's kink. Yeah, that's, I don't that's need fine. to watch him. It it I know what he's like in bed. I don't need to do it. But <laughs> I'm I'm the voyeur one. Out of yeah, the he, he wants to watch me, and he loves to hear all about it. Like sometimes I don't always tell him something, and then mm-hmm. I'll forget, and we'll be having dinner, and the girls aren't around, and. I'd be like, oh yeah, I sucked this guy's cock the other day. And oh my God, he came so fast. He's like, wait, wait, what'd you do? And then I forgot <laughs> I should have shared that with him, you know? And yeah, sometimes I don't, but one rule that we have, and when I forget it, that's the only time I hear hear it from him, is when he texts me, all okay, you know, how's it going? If I don't put, say, my initial after what I texted or mm-hmm. some kind of letter. It doesn't matter. It's just an extra something. It it this way he knows it's from me. Yeah. yeah. Not like the guy got into my phone or something. Yeah. We, we set texting codes like when she's out. It's where I know the guy didn't just grab her phone and reply to her or something like that. I know it came from her. So yeah, no, that's a that's a great idea. And it's one we've heard from uh, a lot of people who like who who separate when they're when they're playing or do play dates uh, and i think i mean it's just safety it's just a safe and smart thing to do that's, that's my main concern you know have fun but you know just let let them uh let them know that you're, you you've got a, a man in your life watching over you yeah absolutely so I, I we may get back to that a little bit but um we what issues have you guys run into in in the lifestyle getting getting into it or or just staying in it um do you want to you have any issues that you want to discuss or? i don't really have any issues well what so, do you mean like issues as far as me and well, eric together or any like- any problem so we um as an example one of one of our one of the things that we ran have run into are um creeps hitting on lily <laughs> i mean for lack of a better word i don't uh, that's a nice 
term creeps. I <laughs> well, she's so she's got a, a, a Twitter page and she'll joke with me at the end of the day sometimes when she checks it out. She's like, OK, I only had 15 dick pics today. So yeah, <laughs> what's oh, going I'm wrong? So of that. You know, I've actually become desensitized to a guy just sending me one like randomly. And that's right. Thanks. Didn't ask for it. No comment. Because that's what they're looking for. Like, no offense, but they're big, they're small, they're cut, Mm -hmm. they're uncut. It's it's more like what I could do with it and what he could do with it. I I, I don't. Yeah, (laughs) I, I don't. I've been with large that I know feel amazing. And then I've been with average that, oh my God, the way he moved it, the way he he did it was like, oh, he blew the other one out of the water. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm 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 so done with dick pics, but I'm just done with guys treating women as me. That's what I'm really done with. I thought those days were over. They're not. <laughs> They're yes. worse. They're worse. I, I think that that was something we had been discussing earlier too. That, yeah. um, and, and I think Eric, you and I may have just talked about it when when I had you on before. Mm-hmm. Um, we- Welcome to Speak Seductively. If you were listening and would like to support us, please follow the link to make a donation. Our goal is to bring better quality and more guests. Your support always helps. We, we are not into swinging with people we don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we tried it a little, but yeah. it's so much more fun with people that you know, that you like, that, that appreciate you and like you as well. Right. Um, there, it adds something to it. Um, and I think, I don't know that this is a rule, but that's something that we discovered um, uh, early on when we were hitting some clubs that it, yeah. It isn't, it wasn't as much fun and it, it just led to anxiety. So we right. much, much prefer people that we know and we enjoy being with. I would, it makes sense. I would say the only universal thing that we've both had to to deal with is monitoring the, the, the quality of each other's partners. And I'll give you an example. Like she'll go out with a guy and then like help he'll ask her 20 minutes into the date, are you sure your husband's okay with you being out with, 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 with me right now? I guess and, so, and I tell her, I said, why, why was this not cleared up before? Isn't this guy Polly? Doesn't he know you're the whole open relationship situation? It's, you know, and she mentioned, uh, you know, somebody, an, an example before about the, the, the woman that I, one of the first dates I went on, the woman wasn't uh, non-monogamous and, and we really both kind of watch each other's dates and partners now to make sure that they really understand what the lifestyle is about so we don't get hurt in any ways and you know well we've come a long way with all that i mean yeah i i am like and i i'm cutting them off only because i'm the one i hate to say this with the most experience because yeah. i'm the woman i'm the i'm the, the prey so i god i i went from not knowing what to say what to do to I kind of grill them and I'll joke about it. I'll be like, all right, interview's over just to lighten up the mood a little bit. Cause sometimes mm-hmm. I'm like rapid fire questions. And once that's out of the way, then we can be uh, more relaxed and get to it. But it's, it's like not. Yeah. I'm just not big with, with her rolling the dice on non-polyamorous yeah, people. Because, I right. 
I just know it's it's going to end at some point, and I know she's the one that's going to get hurt because she'll she'll get to really like him. He'll just say, "Oh, I I I have feelings for you, and I know I can't get married. We have to end this." So it happened once, and yeah. it was recent. And I'm not going to lie; like I would see his picture come up, and he would just want to say hi, and I'd get a lump in my yeah. throat. But when they start asking questions about, "Oh, does your husband know you do this?" that that's right away. A, a, a yeah, and that's what I know. First of all, I'm like, uh, why would I lie about it? And don't i'm very independent don't don't put me like i'm a little kept wife i don't like that and it says in her profile that she's in an open relationship and i don't know why they i don't know i i it's it's weird i think people especially guys new into it have all these weird questions yeah yeah again i i've gotten really good at weeding them out and i have a few decent guys right now i have my friend with benefits i've been with him for like 16 months and um frank's not the biggest fan of him because he (laughs) was supposed to be a bull and he backed out of that because he just wanted me and i was okay with that so you know that was a little hurdle right there but he's come to terms (laughs) he's come to terms with it so how so how did you come to terms with that how did you get over that um well it's you notice he's he's good to her that's it i saw the time he's he's very you know she loves her time with him they have great conversations it's not just sex and leave you know they'll spend four or five hours together watching tv and i and i know that that he's good with her and that she's in good hands with him that's really what made me get over that i mean yeah he was this we met this guy two like less than two months after we started this no yeah so it was like september or something like that Mm -hmm. and i was all excited oh we found our bull we found a bull and he it's he just wanted to have me have have, you know have heard of himself which all right i understand but you know i was just more disappointed rather than that's what opened the marriage That's what opened the marriage fully, not just be right. hot wife. Yeah, it was. It's what triggered the idea to open the marriage. I said, him. then if if I'm going to be with him and I'm not going to be a hot wife, I said, let's just open the yeah. marriage. And he was mm-hmm. the first true polyamorous person that she talked to and was with, and she learned a lot from uh, him. So much, you know. And he really is knowledgeable. He's um, only two years younger than me, or three. Sorry, three, and. He is really good. He'll, he's like, he's my guru. He's my guru, I call him. And he'll answer anything. Any t- the first time I was with another man after him, it wasn't the best experience. And mm-hmm. I, I, he was there for me. Oh my God. He, he called me and he, he's like, Judy, it's not your fault. Remember that? And, and he just really talked me down and put me in a good place. And now every time he'll text, What's going on? The next question is, how are the boys treating you? He doesn't even call them men. He calls them boys. <laughs> and it's, that's why I think Eric's comfortable because mm-hmm. he, he's a good egg. I'm very fortunate. I, we don't get to see each other that much because of our schedules. And he does have a girlfriend and another woman, but I know my place and that's what he loves about me. And we, we jive well. And no matter what, we'll always be friends, but that's what opened fully the marriage, not me just being a hot wife. So would it, and, and I'm cheating here because one of our big things is communication and talking. And that's yes. how you, it sounds to me like there was a lot of communication between all of you on how to make this work and make it work well for everyone. Yeah. I mean, we still hit bumps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, 
just because we talk doesn't mean we always agree. And that's what, and we you know, don't. that's what your audience should understand that is that when you yeah. when you talk things over in this lifestyle, it just it doesn't mean that you're always going to agree on something right away. You're going to experiment with situations and see how they they come out and then make changes to things. That's really what this is about. It's not saying, OK, let's do this now. Let's do that now. It's let's try this now and let's let's try this, you know. And it's me that's always the guinea pig because I'm the one yeah. with the guys. And I know like one time he got mad at me. He goes, I'm going to shut it down. I'm like, oh, no, you're not. <laughs> I go, you're not. I'm just finally, finally getting my like sea legs. And I'm like, you're not doing that to me. And it's the- not like him to be a jerk like that. But mm-hmm. I, so I was stupid. And I said, you're just jealous. And like was- we were, it wasn't a good conversation. Yeah, that's, that's going to be a, a conversation that a lot of newbies have with their yeah. With the spouses because but you can't be jealous you can't yeah. be jealous or possessive if you're going to be enm and poly or whatever you cannot yeah. be jealous i mean it wasn't even jealousy mm-hmm. it was more frustration because yeah. once a man once a man has a married and i'm married sticker on his back he's now in the, lo- in the least search for category in the dating pool all yeah. women on these dating sites are looking for for, for marriage it's, it's hard it's really rough you got to go into you know poly groups and things like that to really meet the right people but then on my aspect of it they think i'm a butara and and, and they're just gonna, <laughs> they're just gonna it's it's like fair game and and oh I, I tell her all the time i said you you get to sample the food but i'm starving i said even though we're not even getting and it. i do sample i'm not gonna lie i could kiss all day long and i will sample yeah. that <laughs> well but she's right though the opportunities are there for women but it's not always it's a it's a quantity over quality it, it's jaded me it makes me mm-hmm. think like i i probably scared off of some good ones because i was like you know, they're like, oh, you can't compare me to other men. I'm like, I can't. Like, I'm just, I'm a bit jaded. And it's, yeah, it's, it's a little hard. So every man wants to be the hero from the last one. Oh, mm-hmm. I'd be rich and living in a villa in freaking Tuscany. If, <laughs> if I had, oh, I'm different or I, I could make you come or I could do this. And I'm like, damn, man, I would be rich. I really should start taking bets. But, <laughs> yeah. Guys are just, just, they don't fully grow up. They don't. They don't. There's a few of us who try to grow up. Mm, okay, I'll <laughs> give one or one or two of us. I'll yeah. give it to you. No, but it, but it's it's funny um, listening to you talk because I, I I've heard Lily say the same thing. I'm sure. Um, we're we're we definitely aren't as openly swapping or open as you are with it, but um, we've we've had our experiences like that, and I think. Um, I, I, I'm trying to think if I would describe either of us as jaded, but that's mm. probably a good way to put it. I, I think so because, it, yeah, it, it, I think jaded is is the right. At least for me, it is. It definitely yeah. is. Well, and it also. So let me uh, switching gears a little bit. Um, are there are, have there been any situations where? you found yourself uncomfortable or on the other end, things that you want to do, want to do and haven't had a chance to do yet, like um, three ways or anything like that. Yes, yes, yes. I do. (laughs) I'm on, can I, can I name websites on here? Yeah, go for it. Okay. I'm on field and it's funny. My fellow benefits told me to use fields because he was so tired of me getting jerked around on Tinder and Bumble and, um, Ashley Madison and all that stuff. So he's like, please use fields. And guess what? <laughs> it's great because I want to do, I want two men at one time. Um, I want to be a unicorn one day. I want, 
I got into public play with a guy I was dating. Um, that I love. I love, love it because I don't care where I am. I will touch you. I will tease you. And it's very exciting. And I that's that's like how he gets excited over thinking about me with another man. I get mm-hmm. excited knowing I'm going to be in public and I'm going to do what I want. So that's that's something I love. But as far as having it done yet? No, no, nothing yet. I mean, I want to explore Dom Sub a little bit. Mm-hmm. I kind of doing that with my firm of benefits. It's more like a daddy Dom and it's, it's working. I never thought I would be able to do it. And I am, I am able to do it. Um, what was the other part of the question? Cause I get very deep in thought. <laughs> uh, the question was basically what are there things that you want to do or things the the other end uh, things that you haven't been comfortable doing or uncomfortable situations. Yeah. Um, okay. So there was one guy that I met and I was very, very, very attracted to. And we come from the same heritage and he's straight off the boat. And I was very excited to spend some time with him. I thought he was going to be this, this great lover and, and um, good guy. I was duped. Um, he, he kind of, we were making out in my car and he was very, very strong. And I'm, I'm five foot seven. I'm, I'm not a petite little tiny nothing. And he was really strong and he overpowered me and, and it unnerved me, but I still gave him a chance because he was very excited and everything. And turns out he was a selfish, awful, awful lover. And I was just really not happy about it. That was very uncomfortable for me because I'm a giver. I love to make the person happy in the bedroom, out of the bedroom. And that that whole scenario was uncomfortable for me. The him mm-hmm. being overpowering without in like a without a consensual way. And right. And then just then having sex with him and and he was just a taker and a very cold person. And that I I that was very uncomfortable for me. Very uncomfortable. Yeah. But I've been fortunate as far as, thank you, God, I haven't had anything worse than that, you know? Yeah. And I think I think those are the stories that um, keep us going. Lily and I going back to the, you know, when we do things, we'll do them together so right. that so that there that safety element is there. Um, definitely a concern. Uh, we had we had a uh situation where we were trying to do um, a lingerie shoot with a, a male model mm-hmm. and and it was it's so hard I'm listening to you talk about finding the right guy finding guys that aren't creepy yeah uh, it was so difficult for us to um, find a model that would do the shoot and do it right. do it well um, right. we had a couple of guys who wanted to contact Lily and we didn't tell the models that we were married which maybe we should have but um they could see her profile on model mayhem and they several of the models male models that we'd contact to do this would get in touch with her and you know just bluntly say hey let's get together and fuck before we do the shoot so you know oh, okay. and, and it's like yeah no don't think so yeah yeah, I'm a photographer too. I would love to pick your brain about doing more boudoir shoots and stuff <laughs> because I want to start to get into that. 
I, you know, it is so I, I love doing it. And I think I would love it. It's um as a as a female photographer, it will be a hell of a lot easier for you. Um, I I did a lot of boudoir um shoots, but it was always difficult because and and we got it. The the female models were worried about until they got to know me, until they got mm-hmm. to know us, mm-hmm. the situation they were getting into. So one of the things we would tell female models is you're more than welcome to bring somebody with you. Sure. And Lily is always going to be in the room. Um, and and that got us a lot of people coming in to do shoots with us, um, headshots and, you know, a, a lot of boudoir photography. But it was it, it raised that comfort level. And I just it made for a much better shoot if the female model was feeling good about being there. That makes a lot of sense. It does. Um, I, I know a woman would feel comfortable with me and I'm sure a guy would try and, you know, maybe take advantage of me being, you know, try and tease me into maybe being with him after or something, which it could happen. But I am <laughs> with a guy now. He's what a, a newer friend with benefits. He's only like 31. He's adorable. And I'm obsessed with his cock. It's beautiful. And I told him the last time we were together, like a few days ago, I have to take pictures of you. There's there's no doubt about it. I just love every part of you, your lips, your cock, your chest. And he's game. I'm like, can we do it outside someplace in public? And he's like, <laughs> oh, yeah. See, we get along really well, really well. But I am very excited. I would love to chat more about this. And maybe you could help me get into it more. Yeah, absolutely. I I I discuss, made so many mistakes early on. Um, but it was a learning experience. And and with some of our earlier models who who would later become great friends with us, um, we'd bring them in and there was no charge for anything. We'd do because I'd tell them, hey, I, I've I've got new lighting and I'm trying to check out the lighting or I've got a new low light lens. So okay. I can't guarantee how great these are going to be, but um, I need somebody to practice on. Okay. But um, the, the other thing that helped me is, is having Lily as a model. Um, She, she was always willing to, you know, throw on something or nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Let me practice with the new lens. But, you know, it's funny, you were talking about male models. Um, We had several who contacted us they wanted to do nude shoots um because they were they were looking at at different things to get into so they needed nudes for their portfolios um and a couple of them were thinking about trying to do uh porn basically Mm. and several of them talked about how weird it was for them to have uh people taking their picture and them trying to get hard. And wow. there were just some guys who just couldn't do it under that pressure. Okay. So for me, at least if I started with my younger, newer friend with benefits, yeah. I know I could get him hard. No problem. So <laughs> uh, I don't well, even want him hard though for some of them because he he really does have a beautiful penis. It's it's I love every part of it. I can't. That was the the uh, photo shoot. Uh, so we've done several couples shoots, and and one of our favorite male models, uh, the first one we did, 
uh, we actually did several with him, but the first one was awkward. The second one was great, but um, he, uh, he was like, you know, I don't, you know, I, I, I can't get hard at the drop of a hat. So um, we had a, a running joke that when we need, when I needed a shot with him harder then Lily had to help him out. And, <laughs> and I say had to, as she definitely enjoyed it. I was going to say it must have been so torture for her. <laughs> <laughs> she, she joked with him early on that, um, she loved giving head so much that when I wasn't shooting, she may just play. Oh, yes. I get it. I like your wife. I get it. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Um, I need to have you guys come back when she's available. The next time you guys come back, we'll have Lily here. We we have to schedule a time for, to make that happen. That would be fun. Sounds good. But um i i've kept you guys for a long time is there anything okay. you want to wrap up with before we uh end this episode uh no other than just you know your audience who's listening if you know they're they're considered you know a little on the newbie side like us you know less than two years into this just really just communicate. you know communicate with each other and don't make any rush decisions and really just follow each other's flow and, and, and just don't be like, you know, throwing things in each other's faces when you're fighting. Yeah. And yeah. Somebody, somebody told me before I got into this, there's, there's two reasons not, not to get into this. Number one, you can't be jealous. And there was another reason that he, he told me, I, I forgot what it was. Like you just can't, uh, you can't be jealous and you can't uh, have existing problems going on in your marriage because you you, you yeah. don't want to do this type of lifestyle to run from your existing problems. It's supposed to enhance your marriage, not not you know make not be something that you run from. And and it's 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 awesome that you mentioned that. We've we've talked about it before. Um we've actually had people on who um got into the lifestyle and it destroyed their relationship. Because it was because bad they didn't do what you were talking about, and they right. they realized it out, and and that was their their uh, driving point. But that yeah. and that's something Lily and I advocate so strongly that um, don't do this if your relationship is in trouble. Solve the problem, and then right. see if this is going to help. Then out. It's really it's really just consensual cheating. Then that's really all it is. Yeah, you know, you're yeah. Just, you're running from your existing problem, and you know. It's, it's not it's not what you want to do i call well, it an escape only because you know i'm the mom i'm raising the kids mainly and mm -hmm. just being a woman it's nice we don't do much for ourselves so for me this is like my escape from reality but yeah i'm not trying to escape yeah Rick, but like but, i tell her all the time i said these these men that you see as like for the women that i see they're they're providing short-term fun bursts of fun mm -hmm. to, to you know, take you away from the re the stresses of re the reality of everyday life. So yeah. it's, if you want to look at it from that standpoint. We we have some friends who um, were, were kind of coaching us in, in the lifestyle. And one of them uh, told us we were sitting around a pool naked having drinks and, and said that they approach this like the um, the ultimate full body massage. It's, you know, okay. It's it's no different from that. They're not they like their masseuse, but they're not going to run off and marry their masseuse. But right. they're going to enjoy that physical pleasure that they give them. Yeah. And that's largely the way we've approached it is it's it's physical pleasure. I enjoy seeing Lily have fun and mm -hmm. she enjoys seeing me have fun. And um, I said this earlier, we both enjoy others watching us. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, you know, one of, one of the things I really, I think I mentioned this on the last podcast really quick. I know we have to go. It, one of the things I really enjoy about, about doing this is when I watch another man with her and know that she's out with another man, it gives me sort of a boost. The, the, the mm-hmm. fact that I know that other men are desiring and wanting her, it makes me feel good. Like it's, it's, it enhances my, my, uh, you know, her, actually her presence yeah. with me. Like I have a prize, more of a prize than, you know, then, then that's just for me. When you see other men desire your woman, it makes you feel good, like you have something extra special. Jeez, yeah. it took that long. More, more than, more than normal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much, and I, I do want to have you guys both back on. I think, I think this is a valuable discussion for yeah, our you. listeners and for anybody um, interested in getting in the lifestyle. And Gina, it was amazing meeting, <laughs> and talking with you. Same here. I really enjoyed talking with you. I appreciate that. Eric, you're a lucky guy. <laughs> oh, keep, you know what? See, that's what I mean. It, it's uh, please. Hey, I oh, hear it God. all the time when people meet and talk to Lily. They're like, "Damn, you're lucky." <laughs> we're, we're looking forward to talking to her next time. I've, yes, I've seen her on the articles, and uh, we're look, looking forward to talking talking eventually. Awesome, thank you so much. All right, you're Kyle. Welcome. Have a good one. Take care. Thanks again. Speak seductively.